back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode Under the Influence. Yes, sir, episode 42 on this one. Oh, deuce. Moving on up to the east side. <laughs> that deluxe apartment in the sky. In the sky. We're getting closer <laughs> and closer to 50. Yes, we are. 50, we're going to have to celebrate on 50. 50 and 52. Yeah. 52 is the year. Yeah. Yeah. It's going by quick, too. Damn, damn. Yeah, we already were in March. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's right around. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be damned. Well, as usual, I'm Big Cass. And I'm that guy, PM. And uh, thanks for watching <laughs> us. Hell yeah. <laughs> How you feeling tonight, bro? Shit, I'm all right. I'm all right. Got me some rest. Man, I need to catch me some. I'm going to catch some more, too. Uh, Got to catch them all like Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> I shitted on my own rest today, but it was bad. What happened? Um, <clears throat> last night, I went to sleep early mm-hmm. on accident. Phone unplugged. Phone died while I'm sleeping. Oh. I was probably asleep by 9.30, bro. Like, oh, early. shit. I was waiting on my son to get out the shower, and the next thing I know, it was 4.15 in the morning. Oh, that's a good sleep. Only problem is, couldn't go back to sleep. Yeah. That's the, that's a good sleep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you might as well have... Went up to Castleton and got some donuts and coffee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't not for real. I was just sitting here to, you know, I don't leave. I to take them to school until like 7.30. So from 4.15 to 7.30, I just in the bed watching TV. And mm. then I'm, now I'm tired. <laughs> I went to the gym and shit and had my whole day when I really could have got some more sleep. But I don't know. If I get too much sleep, bro, I feel like shit. So. Nah, never. Yeah, bro. I mean, if I sleep like one, if I sleep before eight hours, I feel like shit. I feel you. The only time I worried about sleep was when uh, during the pandemic, the first stages of it, we couldn't go nowhere, do nothing. Yeah. And that's all I did was sleep. I was like, shit, I'm about to catch up on some years. I'm about to rip Van Winkle with this shit. <laughs> and then after a while, I was like, sleep is depressing. Yeah. <laughs> I need to do something. Hey, that's, uh, if you ever been to the county, nigga, that's, that's what you call jailing. Like, okay. nigga, nigga sleep. Just the whole time you're the there. The whole time you're there. And that lasts for a little minute. And after that, you're just up, depressed, and mad. <laughs> then you got to go through the whole process of acceptance. And I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we'll start off with some RIPs. Oh, you got some? Because I don't got any. I got two. All right. One is, one got, I use, one got like a little story behind it too. So. Okay. With both of them do. They're both fucked up. Rest in peace to Lakevia Jackson. She is young thug, the rapper's mm-hmm. baby mama, his youngest kid's baby mama. Oh, sorry about that. She got into a verbal dispute at a bowling alley about a goddamn, about a lane or some bowling balls or something that spilled out into the parking lot and somebody ended up shooting her in the head. Damn. Yeah. Over some bowling. Over some bowling, bro. That's sad. Yeah, it's having a bitch. It happened in Atlanta. So, yeah, that was. So, rest in peace, Lakevia. Motherfuckers just don't want to get their ass whooped no more. Nah. They want to shoot. Yeah. And probably could have beat her. Probably. Or still wanted to shoot. Still want to shoot. Then the second one goes, he's a Florida rapper named Baby Sino. Okay. They killed this boy. Within minutes of him being released from jail. Oh, that's a thing now, huh? On Wednesday. Damn, rest in peace. Yeah. Man. He was released on bond from a gun charge. 
after posting the bomb to gun charge, he, I guess, made it like three minutes up the road, and they cut the vehicle off and lit that motherfucker up. Damn. Yeah, like they were sitting outside the jail waiting on him to... That's crazy. I hope he made a platinum hit about somebody. <laughs> I don't think he did get that. I don't think he had the chance. I had to do something. Also, uh, rest in peace to the Mari show, man. Mari? Canceling Mari. All right, about time. After 30 seasons, man. All right. After 30 motherfucking seasons. The nigga's toxic. Nah, the, the king toxic. <laughs> King toxic, nigga, but I still love them paternity shows, nigga. Them shits will never get over. I turn on the episode of You Are Not the Father right now. I'm just like, the time <laughs> of my life, bro. <laughs> so, but you know, Mario and the motherfucking man. So yeah, he old. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it was so much canceled as he's just done. He can't, he don't got the energy for the show. Yeah. Anymore. He wants to see something different. Yeah. So, He'll probably be a judge like uh, Steve Harvey or something. I shit. hope not. I hope we just go somewhere and chill out. <laughs> shit, Jerry Springer got a shout out. I know he do. I think <laughs> Jerry Springer's a judge. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. He's a judge. But at least he has some goddamn a history of politics and shit. I didn't know that. He was a, he used to be a mayor. Oh. Before the Jerry Springer. <laughs> oh, man. Random history lesson, YouTube. Jerry Springer was a mayor. I didn't know that. I don't remember exactly where he was a mayor of. Right. But he ended up getting kicked out of office because he was buying prostitutes with the company <laughs> funds, like 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 the checks, the mayor checks. <laughs> 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 what they call that shit? Not the uh the petty cash. Yeah. He's using he wasn't he using was the using, petty cash. He, he was using, using the petty cash. He was actually using the funds. <laughs> yeah, with like paper trail. <laughs> He's keeping the receipts. Yeah, bro. <laughs> with like so he was he was involved. In, yeah, he was Well involved. that's why he that's why his show was the way it was. He was a lawyer and a politician and he was a mayor, bro. Okay. Yeah. Well, at least did nobody get killed on, on his show. So though. at least with him playing the mayor, like he ran for Congress. He didn't get that. He was, he was the Cincinnati Council, Cincinnati City Council in Ohio. Okay. Yeah, bro, he was. That's like crazy. Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cincinnati. He was the governor of Ohio. The governor? The governor of Ohio. From where? In 82, before we was born. Okay. He was the governor Man, he was of young Ohio. doing shit. Yeah. He wasn't that old on the show. He's old now. He yeah. wasn't that old on the show it's, back in the 90s. He said in the 80s he played a major role in the saving of the historic Cincinnati Union Terminal that's still... Like, he... Yeah. yeah. That's what's up. Yeah, that's what, yeah. So he got Jerry. And then after all that, he went into smut. Mm -hmm. Just straight Jerry Springer. <laughs> he tried to run again in like 2000, 2004, but he was already 
so much backlash from his TV show. There you go. Him. TV yeah. show and movie. Yeah. The Ringmaster. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but now that's what happened to him, man. A little fun fact, man. He got kicked out of office for that's he was the governor. He got kicked out of office for for buying pussy with government funds. Hey. You get everybody know you got to use backdoor cash to do that, but you can't go in there with your governor he payroll said, checks and he said, "Fuck it, I'm Jerry Springer." Yeah, that's what he did. <laughs> governor Jerry Springer. <laughs> He ain't got shit on me. Yeah, Governor Jerry Springer, right? You want to fuck it? I got something to kick this off, man. This okay. is some uh, new shit popping off. Okay. Virtual kidnapping. What the what the fuck? Yeah, virtual kidnapping. How is this happening? What's going on? A motherfucker paid a ransom of four thousand dollars because he was a tech geek, and motherfuckers from like either Russia or somewhere. What's caught? What they do is call hundreds of motherfuckers, and then whoever buys into the shit, they tell them, "Hey, I got your kid." You know what I mean? And then they do all the little research to put up pictures and shit, and send pictures to the cell phone, and it's like, "Hey, come up with this money. I'm gonna kill your kid." You know, a wealthy motherfucker gonna give it up, and they ain't nowhere near any of them. None of it. Uh, the FBI said that the suspects that they found so far are in jail in Mexico. Like, they're doing it from jail? They're doing it from jail. <laughs> God damn. What type of technology do you have in jail? These niggas is top tier criminals. Hell yeah. Cartel criminals. These niggas is top tier criminals. <laughs> These niggas, okay, but well, that's... But a motherfucker so far didn't pay four G's to get his, what he thought daughter was kidnapped Back home safe. And the wild shit is, like, even if you only get one out of every 20 motherfuckers to cough up some money, yeah. you're literally just making phone calls, bro. That's it. It's about the same percentage as telemarketing. Yeah, pretty much. You're probably getting more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know, you do telemarketing, you sit there and get hung up on... 40 times before a motherfucker buy into the bullshit. Yeah. It's the same process. Hey, they, 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 and they target the wealthy. Yeah, of course they do. Because yeah. if you call me, I'll be like, eh, yeah. all right. Well, I owe child support too. Yeah. So fuck you. I got the location on my kids. When they was talking to me, I'd be going through. Man. Right. Niggas in school. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one, that's the gift and the curse of these motherfucking phones. Hell I, yeah. I know where all I got this, it's this one. Parents out there, it's this app called My Life 360. And this motherfucker keeps track of everything. It tells you, it just hooks to the phone. It tell me how fast my daughter be driving. Oh, it shit. Tell me, yeah, it tell me what places oh. she be going and shit. Yeah. <laughs> my Life 360. That's kind of scary. Yeah, because it just, but it's it real, just goes from the phone. Yeah, and in today's world, you need that. Yeah, type so it your average speed. And, yeah, all right. Yeah. But with the way that uh, the, the kids and the youth use these technologies, you know, they always just face down. Mm-hmm. They're not really paying attention to where they're going. That's why motherfuckers is falling in holes or off yeah. cliffs. And, you know what I mean? One of the first things I bought her when I got her that car, I bought her before she even took possession of the car. I bought her a hands-free setup. Okay. The, the, the radio is touchscreen, Bluetooth, mm-hmm. like the hands-free holder for the phone, the charger. The, That's what's up. And it's the... Um, the holder is the charger because it's got, you know, the phone got a 
was charging. That's what she on the base. Right. So the holder has that base. And so every time she puts that motherfucking holder, it starts charging. That's what's up. She looked up to the Bluetooth. The microphone's right there by her head so she can answer and talk to somebody. <laughs> yeah, I thought about all that, man. Because you got to, I man. You got to, we're trying to drive and text. And That's the worst thing I hate seeing on the road somebody doing that shit. And then they swerving and doing whatever else. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Fucking up shit. I'm fucking it up for everybody else. So, goddamn it, cyber. Niggas. Yeah, virtual kidnapping. This is really the Matrix, bro. You think we got vir- uh, cyber bullying? Motherfuckers is living in the metaverse. Motherfuckers is kidnapping. The they, idea of kidnapping kids. They, uh, they, uh, I ain't gonna say molesting. What is it? Uh, they're being handsy in the metaverse. They're being handsy in the metaverse. <laughs> They're trying to get them to get people to, to back off, back off my avatar. Yeah, I'm dead, man. It's just wild. It's gonna be social distancing in the metaverse. In the metaverse, yeah, it's just wild. Oh, <laughs> uh, on a great note, but I don't know if you've heard this motherfucking tidbit of uh, information. You push your teeth. Okay. Released a dish track for Arby's to McDonald's. Man, I seen that. I thought it was some spoof shit. That's oh. some for real shit? So it's from Arby's to McDonald's? Yeah. Man, they've been putting McDonald's through the ringer the last couple of commercials. And this, too. this is the wild part. <laughs> Pusha T, like, wrote the current, the da 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 da. I'm loving it. For McDonald's? Yes. The nigga's been getting paid for years. And so he turned to Arby's. And Arby's started. So now this nigga got a diss song for Arby's. I said, so this nigga's getting paid on both ends. Bro, have you heard this wonderful bit? No, I haven't. All right. I learned my lesson last time, so I'm going to cut this out of editing. Sorry, YouTube. But audio listeners can hear it. It's a, he's dissing the fish sandwich, bro. From McDonald's? Yeah. <laughs> that motherfucker is small. It's he's, good, though. He's dissing the fish sandwich because Arby's got a fire fish sandwich. I ain't tried it yet. Oh, it's good. I'm trying to figure out why the uh, the spicy one got more dressings on it than the regular one. <laughs> the, no, that's... Oh, my God. I'm talking so about good. the lettuce and tomato. and <laughs> bro, that is... The Hawaiian spicy fish sandwich. Oh, okay. The bun is made out of Hawaiian. The Hawaiian uh, roll? Yes, nigga. Damn. But it's a regular, it's, oh, it's delicious. They still two for six, ain't they? Yeah. All right. Wow. Hey. Wow. 
playing this. It's the radio. all over the internet. It's on the radio. It's all, yeah. <laughs> hey, man. Clown ass. That shit's hilarious. Square fish from a clown. That shit's hilarious, bro. <laughs> That's talent. Yeah. <laughs> That's, hey, man. It made it sound good, too. It didn't sound bad at all. No. I like that. No, he... I like that. That was pretty cool. Arby's <laughs> dish track to McDonald's. Terrible. Did you deal on a budget? <laughs> Here's a half slice of cheese. Yeah. Drown the tartar sauce. It's tasteless. Tasteless. <laughs> but yeah, so push it to you. Hey man, that's all right with me. This thing is all right. This thing will be getting paid for the goddamn McDonald's jingle for years. I didn't know that. Yeah, he was talking about it on his drink champs thing. He's like, "What is it? Yeah, I wrote. He's like, I wrote him a whole thing, and they just ended up using the ba da ba ba ba. Uh, but nigga, I wrote that, so <laughs> I get royalties. For yeah, that. yeah. So he didn't take just no one time payout. He took royalties. So, I would have. Yeah. Every time I use the bada ba ba ba. Yeah, I'm loving it, motherfucker. <laughs> and now I'm fucking with Arby's. He got him put in Spanish and other languages. Yeah. Right That's what's up, man. I didn't know that. That's a hidden gem right there. Yeah. Shit, push the T. Push the motherfucking T, man. <laughs> I don't know. I don't goddamn know. Um. On a serious note, more serious note, uh, dude, hear about dude suing Kansas City, like the whole lot of them for like $93 million. $93 million. What the fuck happened to him? He was wrongly incarcerated for a murder and spent 23 years in prison. Oh, yeah. And they're saying that the basis of him being framed for the murder is because the head detective had a history of like locking, preying on black women. He would like lock up their kids or do weird shit. The detective? Yeah. Okay. And would make them fuck in exchange for the legacy of their kids. And the mom turned out his advances and his nigga framed the shit out of Buddy. And Buddy spent 23 years in the motherfucking prison until he was exonerated in 2017. And now he's out and him, they suing. For ninety three million, they see how old he was now. Uh, dude, yeah, he was a uh, he's around forty because he was like 17, 16, 17 yeah. when it happened. That's fucked up. Yeah, yeah, I had to sue. Like if you look at him, he's not like a super. He's, he's our age. Giving him ninety three million. Yeah, give him right now. His name is a uh, Lamonte McTran McTran. Okay. Yeah. They suing the government in the county of Kansas City and responsible his former yeah, the Rod the, the detective's name was Roger Grabowski. He's the one that they're saying is that was his MO. I see he wouldn't have been walking around. Yeah. He's yeah, my trying, son like that. He's trying to coerce the mother into sex and frame her son for the double murder. She rejected his his later sexual advances and he ended up like really putting a fork to buddy. And they said Word around town is he been doing shit like that, mm-hmm. and they got a bunch of different complaints and shit on record. But you know how that go. Yeah, swept up under the rug. Yeah, Take but I'm with you though. 
he wouldn't have been got them stumbling around this bitch. Hell no. Nah. But I hope they give Buddy all that motherfucker. He got money. set up. Uh, but like I said, his ass up, tell him, come here, you're going to give him yeah. some of that box. Yeah, hey, come on in. And when he come on in, he gets, he gets nice and naked. Yeah, get and you some of this. We get him, we get the pliers and vice grips, and we go to work. Yep. Do some horrible shit. Mm-hmm. Nails is coming off. Yeah, nipples, too. Put a nigga, nigga, nipples right off. Some freeze them. Freeze them first. And knock them motherfuckers off. Yeah. Pardon that. That's dry. The washing machine. <laughs> <laughs> that little jingle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he. Yeah, so I they get that nigga all that motherfucking money, man, because um, that shit don't make my motherfucking yeah, sense. Yeah, 23 years. Yeah. 23 nah, years, yeah. I think the 93 is like the max of what the fuck we can. <laughs> well, I know somebody's about to get some years. Nah, shit, what we got? Eduardo Alves, he's a personal trainer from Brazil. He was caught on CCTV. As he catches his wife with the homeless man. I seen that video. Yeah, you okay. seen him beat the homeless man up twice? Talking about the homeless, the guy told him to have sex? Yeah. Yeah. This is the wife. The churchy wife says she received a message from God to help the rough sleeper. And then. <laughs> <laughs> so she blessed him with the clam. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Alvis, but the family was already helping the dude. You know what I mean? And basically what was going on is the wife volunteered to drop the man off, whatever. I was wondering how he was homeless, but he was nailing her in the car. Yeah, she dropped, she volunteered to drop him off. And they pulled over next to a school. And when the husband wasn't hearing nothing from her, he went out looking for her, found the car. Went up to the car, and that's when he found him fucking. He was in that motherfucker getting it on. Yeah. She was giving up the holy water. And uh, he beat the shit out of buddy, too. <laughs> twice. I seen the video. Yeah, <laughs> twice. He beat the dog shit out of Buddy. <laughs> he going to jail, though. Oh, yeah, he going to jail. He going to jail because he whooped his motherfucking ass, nigga. Well, I don't know. They might have some different laws in Brazil now. Maybe, but I know that. I know... She dead ass wrong. God said, God said, yeah. give up that pussy. Because what they said, I think I talked about it before, 1991 was their, uh, their change of law from honor killings. Mm. Okay. So, yeah. So, she's going to get some type of uh, backlash from it. Okay. He didn't kill Buddy, right? No, nah, he just beat he his just ass. Beat his ass. Okay. Yeah. Because I know in the video, I was watching, I'm like, God damn, he whooping this motherfucking ass. <laughs> He was whooping his ass. Like he was on him. <laughs> I don't whooped his ass too. Her too. Shit, fuck it. Hey, and I don't even condone that type of shit. Hey, God told him to do it. Yeah, God told me to do this to y'all. Whoop <laughs> <laughs> y'all motherfucking ass. That's the divine intervention. Yeah, right there, boy. y'all motherfucking ass. For real, homeless man went out with a bang. I hope he finished. I hope so too, because if he if he did all that and didn't uh He didn't finish it, hey. Yeah, it was really pointless. Then you got your ass beat too. So you should have went on should have been trying to hold it and do your karma sutra. You should just went on and got the embarrasser out the way. He was it probably been a while since he had him a little shot too. Yeah. He was enjoying it. He trying to hold it in. Let that shit free, bro. In the car too? Let that shit free. Shit, he was probably trying to keep as long as he could so he could have some a roof over his head. When it was done, he had to go back to being homeless. 
The longer I'm in this pussy, the longer <laughs> I'm in this heated vehicle, nigga. <laughs> but live in this motherfucker, you hear me? I'm going to live right in this motherfucking box, you hear me? Uh, the last of long, he just stole the car. He just did something like that. Man, um, <laughs> fuck Wells Fargo. The bank? Yeah. What they do to you? They being sued. They didn't do to me, but they did something to black folks, so fuck them. All right, what they did to black folks, they, they not cashing big checks. Wells Fargo has been sued for discriminating against black homeowners. Okay. Wells Fargo has been proven, the, the lawsuit states, and they got, I guess they got the paperwork to back this up. Wells Fargo was more likely to approve applicants from white applications from white applicants earning between zero and sixty three thousand dollars annually mm-hmm. than it was for black applicants earning between one hundred and twenty and one hundred and sixty eight thousand dollars annually. Uh, they was turning down. They was turning down black people who was who had too much money for their liking. Who was well into the hundred thousand dollar. A year range, right? But was approving wild white folks that was minimum wage. I mean, you know, yeah, zero to zero sixty three, and they making double that. So rejecting black candidates, Wells Fargo rejected fifty three percent of black mortgage applicants in two thousand twenty, with the highest income black applicant accepted at a similar rate to the lowest income white clients. Wells Fargo even declined a black engineer. With a 800 credit score, who was married to a doctor, and they both brought in well over $200,000 a year apiece. So they had a combined income of almost a half a million dollars a year, year, and he had an 800 credit score, and they still denied him. Maybe he was mustard. (laughs) I'm trying to give him an hour. We we all know it's fucked up. I mean... That's just despicable, man. Like, so you telling me, even when niggas quote unquote as the motherfucking other side like to say, grab themselves by their bootstraps, and got a and, job, and pull them right on up, y'all still gonna knock a nigga down at the, at the highest level? They always gonna knock a nigga down. That's but goddamn. And I bet his doctor wife was white too. Probably. And they was she, just, they looked at her like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Dirty nigger lover. Mm-hmm. You cold burner. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I get such a tickle out of racism. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, I always yeah. thought it was funny. And so, so yeah. somebody uses it in front of me and yeah. is directed towards me, then it's not funny. No. But I'll have a laugh later still. Like, that nigga caught me a nigga. He was yeah, mad. Yeah, caught me a nigga like that. <laughs> But yeah, that but yeah, man. So fuck out, fuck, fuck Wells Fargo. They they can they can go hell, man. Why you? I don't know why you goddamn it doing doing niggas like that. Boy, it's already hard enough. It's already hard enough being black, right? Then trying to become successful. Then when you actually make it, because I mean, let's not get twisted. If you're making one hundred twenty to one hundred eighty thousand dollars a year, living comfortable, you're living comfortably. You're Unless you're living above your means. Yeah, but even but then. Even then, you're still living comfortably. Even then, you just have to take a step back and regroup yourself because you're still making the money to live like this. You just have to downsize mm-hmm. some. But if you get to the point where you're making $180,000 a year, man, 
Lay me be, bitch. And I got a, and that couple was at a mil, a half a million a year. With an right. 800 credit score, bro. With an 800 credit score, man, you can mm. buy almost anything, bro. They said they'll give it to you. That's what I'm saying. Before you, can, you even pay for you it. You can go in there and sign your name and walk out with almost anything, but not at Wells Fargo. <laughs> Fuck them niggas. That shit, they need to get they need to uh, get a hold of this motherfucker. Who who we got? This motherfucker strikes again, bro. He's a repeat offender. Who? Who who who? The Walmart magician. The niggas. <laughs> he's back at it. He's back. Right. And not only is he back, <laughs> he's up the motherfucking ante. He's up the ante. Well, he would have got a couple grand last time, right? No, no. So after uh the the the, the sequin uh, police in Texas made their Facebook post. Yeah. Nigga, five other states was like this nigga been here too. Yes, yeah. So it's now he, six, been taking this show on the road. Yeah, it's now six states reporting the same guy, and they are hunting this motherfucker down. They are trying to find the fuck out of him. They are nigga because it's embarrassing. It's, uh, it's not even no normal ass crime. Nigga, that's embarrassing little bitch. It's South Carolina, Tennessee, Rhode Island, Georgia, Virginia, and Texas. Stick all over the place. He's sticking them all up. You know what I'm saying? He's all over the place. But what he's doing, um, he's going to get wire transfers. Like, uh, what's that shit called? Nobody uses no money grams. Money grams or Western Union. Western Union, because Walmart has a its own, like, Walmart to Walmart system. Yeah. I don't know if the people still use it. Okay. Like, before Cash App was a thing and shit like that. Yeah. I would send money to my grandma. In okay, California. through the Walmart. And you if you did it through the Walmart, they didn't charge you. That makes sense. I don't know where they was. What yeah, they, that was that money gram. Yeah. What you're talking about. Yeah, if I, if I sent her $100, I could just go to Walmart, send her the 100 mm-hmm. It wouldn't it wouldn't cost me shit. Right. Or even if it cost me something, it didn't cost her something. However it was, it, it better than like It was a real cheap fee, cheaper than the Western Union. Yeah, whatever it was, it was way better than Western Union. And it wasn't um as... Difficult, you know. Right. Western Union want all they so want, much information. They want to address, yeah. First, last name. And you just had to go. Which hand you write with? Yep. And you had to. <laughs> you couldn't pick it up at any Walmart. Like you had to be specific when you sent it to what Walmart oh, you were sending to. Okay. So that, that makes sense. Yeah. Though. And but it was it was super quick. And then Cash App shit came out. So after that, yes. Yeah. And that's what killed it. So he's still doing the old uh, money wire transfers and shit, but. As they're counting, I don't know how he's doing it. Either. He's a magician, but they they're saying as he as they're counting the money out, somehow he's swiping the money off the counter. This nigga's good. Yeah, while he's talking to him and shit, yeah. while they're counting the money this out. Sleight of hand is serious. Yeah. So a motherfucker <laughs> count out a stack. This nigga take two three hundred out of there. Yeah. And they look and there's only seven hundred. They put the other three hundred down again. Yep. Ah man, this nigga's good. He's, he's real good, man. Like I said, uh, he's wiping their ass. And been wiping their ass. Yeah, wired. Yeah, that man. Yes. And it's never, you know, and they don't, they don't, uh, they don't fret the shit because they don't discover the shit. So he's long gone and the shit yeah, is over they, with. They count the drawer down. Like, why the fuck am I five hundred dollars short? Six motherfucking states, man. This dude, and he's running around busting their ass by his lonesome. He said, "I'm gonna do this shit." He said, "Look at me now." Watch Look this. at me now, nigga. I'm Chris Brown and Bust. <laughs> hey, man. This nigga. Yeah, he's... 
he might be one of my favorite. Uh, well, he's a reoccurring guy, so now he's officially like one of my favorites. Niggas. <laughs> <laughs> Until we get a name for him. He's yeah. the Walmart magician. He's the Walmart magician. <laughs> and I'm fucking with it, too. And I like it. And, you know, he's fucking with more than just Walmart. It's just that... Uh, They're the ones making that, the big fuss. Yeah. Because <laughs> I know he's doing that shit everywhere. Yeah. He's probably hitting them a lot harder, though. Hell, yeah, because they wire transfers. Yeah. But you, if he doing that shit, that type of large amounts of shit, someone like Walmart, bro, he probably fucking gas stations up. Goddamn targets, nigga, for smaller amounts. Like smaller amounts, just for little gas money. Yeah, money. Go wipe your ass down for this random 80 real quick or some old weird <laughs> shit. Just because I want to. God damn, boy. I need to meet him. Yeah, I need to teach. Your teach identity me. is safe with me. Teach me the game, ghost. <laughs> <laughs> teach, teach me the game, ghost. Yeah, and you got to figure out a fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> Man. Fuck NFL. Why? What you mad about it being <laughs> <laughs> What they do now? We got rid of Wendy. <laughs> nah, man, you know, like the NFL, I mean, I, I love watching it and all that shit, but you know, it's a, uh, like as far as all these professional sports is concerned, man, they're like still the good old boys club, man. Like, yeah, they're more niggas, is niggas, they ain't got no it's goddamn. It's not going to change till we get older. Yeah, they ain't got no goddamn, like Players Association, they ain't, they just do whatever the fuck they want to do. And the reason I said that is because, nigga, I was watching um, this footage from the NFL Combine okay. the other day. And you know that shit. The NFL Combine, I get it. This is the business athletes that I die. But if you look at the NFL Combine, man, it's set up real uh, slave trade-ish. <laughs> yeah. Show us what you can do, boy. You're on the soapbox. Yeah. <laughs> you feel me? So there's one particular clip I saw, man. This dude named... Um, David Ojabos. Okay. He's doing a drill and he blew his leg like he hurt himself. So he hits the ground, rolls, he's he's rolling around in excruciating pain. Yeah. All these <clears throat> coaches and shit is standing around watching him. Nigga, none of them even go over to like consult the nigga. Oh. One of the coaches walks over and picks up the ball he dropped and walked away. <laughs> with the ball while my man is just on the ground rolling around holding his ankle oh, holding yeah. his leg nigga I said man this this That's this horrible. looks like slave trade <laughs> this, oh that this, book is broke yeah he's broke that book that boy is broke <laughs> I said man this is and I get it man you there you gotta show your physical shit but yeah. in a time bro in something like that man you couldn't <laughs> I don't know it ain't going to be here next year. What ain't? The Combine. They taking it to uh, Dallas. Are they? Yeah, I talked to... Uh, yeah, because it was. It's been here. It's been here for the last however many years. Yeah. But I talked to one of the dudes from uh, from the uh, Cleveland Browns. I picked him up. Mm. And we was talking about Odell Beckham and uh, Baker Mayfield. And I, he got to talking about the Combine. He was like, yeah... I'm going to miss it because the, the, the tickets are cheap coming here for him. Yeah, because he's right there in Cleveland. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, he's like, next year we got to go down to Dallas. And I was like, oh, well, that's good news to know. Well, Damn. We're going to have a, a very non-busy uh, mid-February March. Yeah, yeah. You know, so. Oh, so no, no slave trade in Indiana. Huh? Nah, not next year. 
They're going to find something else to replace it, though. Yeah, ain't no doubt. They always do. No, they do. Need to bring Beach Body back. I don't even remember that. Nigga, I know you don't remember, but I, I, when I found out about it, boy, it was, nigga, Candy Land. Most knuckles everywhere. And it was like they was proud, too. Like, they was coming out just hiking yeah. the little pants up a little bit more. Oh, wow. I was just looking like, God damn. What was it? Oh, uh, Beach Body? Yeah. Uh, um, oh, what's that dude's name? You know Shanti? Yeah. All right, so he's yeah. like part of Beach Body now. So, yeah. So it's basically uh, basically a workout regime. Okay. You know, they got different sectors or whatever, and, you know, it's, it's, it's all across the country. But when they were here, they had an uh, annual gala or something like that, and it was for the whole weekend. Okay. You know what I mean? So they was motherfuckers from Canada. And motherfuckers showing up Woo. proud of their body. Yeah. yeah. I was, I was proud they, to look they, at they, it. And showing it. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Yeah, man, you want to smell the seat on the motherfucker. Good Lord. Good Lord. <laughs> okay. I didn't do it though. Yeah, I didn't do it. <laughs> I rubbed the seat. I, I, I didn't. I did not smell that seat. I rubbed it. For <laughs> the warmth. The warmth. You stupid. Get <laughs> <laughs> some cold pieces out here. Nah, yeah, for real. <laughs> I know that. You know, I always got. These movies be falling in my lap, man. These random ass uh, lottery winner stories. Uh oh. I had another one, man. So, uh, how much did this person win? $8.9 million. Woo-wee. He wanted... He, all right. He was an Oregon man. All the drugs. $8.9 million richer after he remembered to check a lottery ticket he purchased on Christmas Eve. Oh, that's well within the six months. So. Yeah. Wilbur Brown purchased a 26 for $25. Yeah, and Oregon Mega Major Mega Bucks ticket last year, which entered him into twenty six consecutive Mega Bucks drawings. Ooh! So the ticket covered the drawings from December twenty fifth, two thousand twenty one, to February nineteenth for this year. Okay, that's how many because you you, you got twenty six. You got twenty six times. Right. <clears throat> he got about thirteen weeks. Yeah. Yeah. And eventually, he forgot about the ticket. He said. After he said, after a few drawings, I checked my ticket, and I kind of forgot about it, and I wasn't checking it. Brown, recall. Right. He said in February he suddenly remembered to check his ticket, and he scanned it at a self-check terminal to see. He said, and a message telling him to go speak to customer service popped up. So the server, the, the the service scanned the ticket message, and told him you're a large lottery winner. She um, didn't know exactly how much. Well, that's smart. Yeah. So Brown had no clue. Wait to go to the headquarters. Yeah. So Brown had no clue how much the lottery was until his friends checked and the results revealed just how large the winnings were. Mm. My man did what I would have did. He chose the 30-year annuity option to receive mm-hmm. $200,000 payouts each year. And the venue that he bought the ticket from got 1% of it, so they got $89,000. Okay. So he gets $200,000 every year until this $89,000. Yeah. Smart. Because that's what I'd do. I would do it, too. Yeah. I I get a million in advance. And then... Structure my life. Yeah. Yeah. That way I can go do what the fuck I want to do with that million. 
I don't think I'm gonna run through it all. All the shit yeah. that I want to do. And then yeah, give me two hundred thousand dollars. But if you can't live off of two hundred thousand dollars a year, whoa, something wrong. And I'm talking about I live comfortably. You hear me? Real comfortable. Very good. Sure. I'll be a changed person. This nigga completely forgot, bro. Hey, I wish I could forget about some shit that has some monies on it like that. Nine point eight million. Eight point nine. Eight point nine. Okay. Almost a ten piece. And then the people that won it got eighty nine thousand. I mean, that were the venue that yeah. you picked it from. Yeah, they, they got I think 1%. that's cool too. Yeah, yeah, one percent. So I man. wonder what the tax is hitting over the head with, though. Well, you know, uh, the taxes are lighter when you pick the stretch out. Yeah, because they're they automatically comes out each year. Yeah, and they're they're taxing that amount as opposed to because you know, like here. Lottery winning tax like fifty five percent. I don't know. It can't be that. No, it's not that much. It is. And maybe they changed it because I know when uh, my grandmother's friend hit the lottery, he hit a million on the um, the Hoosier lottery. He got like eight point something. Yeah, it's higher than that now. It's okay. like forty five, fifty five percent now. Forty five, fifty. Somebody they didn't know why. It was like forty five. Okay. They didn't know if you won like a meal ticket, you get like six hundred. Mm. Man, that's not good. <laughs> you gotta hit some money, money. I mean, it is money, but you gotta hit some money, money. Yeah, shit. But now, nah, I mean, shit. They, they 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 managed to get it. That's crazy. But shit, that's always good though, man. And good to him. Good yeah, to him, man. Yeah, I got a story. Kind of uh, ain't no lottery winning. Uh, this Pennsylvania woman. She was leaving notes on Walmart mirrors to signal help from whoever because her ex was holding her captive. And the only time that she was able to uh, go out and ask for help was when he took her out the house. My bad, 25%. Oh, 25%? 25% federal, then state. Okay. Then whatever state takes. All right. Yeah. That's cool. Well, yeah, she was leaving uh, notes in the Walmart bathrooms or whatever. To what? Uh, her her uh, boyfriend was holding her captive. Her ex-boyfriend was holding okay. her captive. And the only time he would allow her to be by herself is if they was in public. In the bathroom. In the bathroom. So she was leaving notes or sticky notes, however. You know what I mean? And uh, one particular person called. You know what I'm saying? Called the cops to let them know what was going on. Because she left, like, the address... To his phone number. So they got me here. Yeah, you know what I mean? And the first time the cops went, they didn't have a warrant. So they didn't get in. Yeah, they, they, they couldn't get in. Uh, they knocked on the door. Nobody answered the door, but they heard activity mm-hmm. in the house. So they had to leave it alone. Well, they go out again, and they went to a museum or whatever. And she did the same shit there in the, in the bathroom. And motherfucker called again. Yeah, and but this time she left an extensive note like, "Hey, I've tried this before. The police came. They didn't do nothing. Yeah, nigga, I'm in here. Yeah, I am here. We are not on vacation. We are not at an Airbnb. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I need help. You know what I'm saying? So this time, instead of going straight to the house." Since they was at the museum, the cops went and got the footage. You know what I'm saying? And seen who the lady was. Okay. 
seeing who the glue so was. Identify him. Yeah. And then they went to the house with a warrant, went inside the house and got her out. You know oh, what I'm saying? Before, shout out to her. Yeah, shout out to that, man. You know, she was thinking smart, but a lot of motherfuckers don't don't come out of this. No. No, a lot of motherfuckers don't make it out of them scenarios. Not alive. Mm-mm. You know, I sit around and watch uh, depressing ass. Hell, when you walked in tonight and last week, oh. I was watching a show called Buried in the Backyard. Buried in the backyard yeah. And all it is is about shit like that going wrong and niggas' bodies being found on motherfuckers' properties and shit. <laughs> That's crazy, man, but that's, motherfuckers can't uh, deal with their emotional setbacks. Hell no. Nah. You know what I'm saying? If motherfuckers don't want you, they don't want you. Go yeah. on about your life. Don't want your goddamn day. You know, you're going to soak about it. Go soak about it for however long you're going to soak. But shit, you'll get over it. Yeah, you'll be fine. Shit. Find somebody else to fall in love with your hand. You better do something. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody love you like your hand. And it's never going to leave you. <laughs> nah. It's always you're right there. Saying. If you want a stranger, just sit on it. If you want a stranger, sit on your, <laughs> sit on your opposing hand. Till it goes numb. Your right hand is sit on your left. Till it goes numb. <laughs> Handle your business that way. Call it a motherfucking stranger. Uh, I should have made these this black excellence, but I ain't felt like it. Because I got a lot of that. Okay. Tyler Perry is in the process of building an airport in Atlanta. His own airport? I don't know if it's going to be for personal. I don't think it's going to be for personal, like, of course, personal use, but I think right. he's building, a, like, another airport. Shit, hey. As long as he get the right to it. Yeah. That's what's up. And, um... Tyler Perry needs to be stopped. Nah. Tyler Perry's getting it wrong. He is. Yeah. And, uh... Anthony Mackie. You know who he is. Damn it. He took my black excellence. Oh, well, then I won't speak about it. No, go ahead. It's all right. He's, um... He just purchased land in New Orleans to build a film studio. Mm-hmm. He's 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 pulling a Tyler Perry. Yes, in, sir. He's slowly, slowly. He's starting from the ground up. Yeah. But shit, that's the same thing Tyler Perry did. He, he worked on that studio for years. That shit for years. What is it called? Studio East or something like so. that from Anthony Mackie. Yeah. And he's like, he got the support of like all the people around there too. Yeah. You know what I mean? So she's gonna bring a lot of money to the. It's, it is going to be a lot of money and for Louisiana and it was New Orleans specifically, right? Yeah. yeah. That's cool, yeah. man. They need something like that, man. And he's a good dude. Yeah, no, like, he I ain't is. heard nothing bad about the brother yet. And I like the movies that he's in. Uh, Could have been a little bit better with the one on Netflix. Unless that, I think that was, no, that was Anthony Mackie. Uh, he was like a cyborg. Oh, yeah, that movie was fire. Yeah. It yeah. could have been a little bit better, but it was yeah. cool. You know what I'm saying? I just didn't like the fact that he died at the end. Of yeah. Show. No uh, spoiler for y'all, but y'all had a year to watch that motherfucker. So <laughs> fuck you on that. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. So yeah, shout out to, shout out to them, man. <laughs> doing, doing what, doing shit to create some forever type of shit. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. And opportunities. For opportunities them. for black, uh, uh, Artist, yeah, because it was a uh, it was an art school uh, area where wasn't it? I think so. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. You talking about Anthony Mackie? Anthony Mackie, yeah. 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 But yeah, cool with the uh, Tyler Perry in the in the airport. Yeah. You know what I mean? We got a. Uh, 
ain't know whether to make this man black excellence or not, so I'm just, just going to tell the story. Kevin Holland. Mm-hmm. My nigga is essentially like becoming like nigga Batman. <laughs> Kevin Holland. He's a UFC, he used to be a UFC fighter. Okay. Kevin, UFC, he still is an active UFC fighter. All right. He says, becoming somewhat of a local vigilante. Back, vigilante. Back in October, the welterweight fighter chased down a car theft, a car thief, and held him captive until authorities arrived at the scene. Mm. This week, Holland added another notch to his belt in the act of bravery that saw him disarm an active shooter after he fired off his weapon inside of a Houston restaurant called Roshui, Rashushi. Hmm. According to reports, he shot his gun in the air near the bar area at a restaurant somewhere at 11.00 p.m. a bunch of customers in there. A man came from around the bar and UFC that nigga. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, luckily nobody else got shot. Yeah. But that's cool. It's cool that he had the bravery to do that. And then after he got a hold of him, he was there with his, he was there eating with his homeboy, who's also a UFC fighter, some nigga named Patrick something. Mm-hmm. He jumped on him too. They got them, <laughs> they got him together and held him, to, held him there to the log out there. So nobody was hurt in the incident. Except for the Except dude, but yeah, but he's, he's <laughs> nobody. So nobody was hurt in the incident. Somebody, they said he shot in the air, though? Yep. For what? Well, no. You got a gun. You ain't going to use it. You going to shoot in the air in the bar? Like, oh, attention, please. And you by yourself? Mm-hmm. Fuck out of here. Thought nobody was going to rush his ass. He probably had a high point. That's why they came again. <laughs> you leave that shit at home, buddy. Leave that shit at home. That's the tactical in case I got to come get the gun. This nigga said in this statement, he said, I heard the gunshots, so I got it from the table and I ran to him. And when I got there, I saw the man, so I smacked the gun out of his hand and then I strangled him. Oh. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) And they say he strangled him. (laughs) Took the gun from him and then held him on the ground while me and my friend. I wonder if he killed him, would it have been just... I don't know. It probably depending on how long it took him to kill him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he strangled the motherfucker, so he had to go to sleep. Yeah. And what did Buddy do if he was strangled? Because <laughs> I had to stick it, and then he held him down. <laughs> the shooter was identified as a 24-year-old man named Jesus Adrari Cardell. San Domingo. Oh, Jesus. God damn. He's a Jesus. Yeah, he's Jesus. He was not sneaky, sneaky. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. They they whooped up. He said, I ran up and I strangled him, nigga. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So shout out to. Yeah, shout out to that shit. Shout man. out to, to Kevin Holland, man. Keep saving the day, bro. He need to be in the uh, in, in, in the movie now. Yeah, keep saving the day. I mean, keep saving the day, my nigga. That's what you feel like doing. They need, with to, put your time. In, they need to put him in peacemaker. He could be a sidekick with judo master. <laughs> 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 oh man! Hey, 
low key general master was the shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're right. You're 100 percent correct. <laughs> oh man, it's uh, let's see, I got one more. Okay, uh, I ain't got nothing. The Florida man's left, and yeah. one more. Some some sad note shit though. Uh oh, who this? And a 13-year-old driver is behind. I saw that. Did you see that? Yeah. I was going to put that as my fecal, but I didn't know where to put it, so I didn't That's what. That's why I just got it as a story. All right. I didn't know. It says a Texas crash that left nine dead and two critically injured. Yeah. Say the 13-year-old was driving the family's Dodge truck with his father mm-hmm. when the front left tire blew out, oh. which was a spare tire. Why you got your thirteen year old driving a truck with a spare tire on it? And knowing he ain't supposed to go for five miles an hour. On the highway. And it's on the front. Yeah. So a blue out causing the truck to cross the center line on oncoming traffic at a high rate of speed mm. and slamming into a bus carrying eight University of Southwest Gulf students. Damn. Unfortunately the thirteen year old, his father, and six of the golfers and their coach all lost their lives. Hold on, who? The 13-year-old? The 13-year-old driver. Yeah. The, the His dad. Oh, the father died, too. Father died, too. All right. Six of the... That's eight. Six of the golfers. Hold on. Six of the golfers and their coach. Damn. The yeah. bus driver there? Looks like the bus driver lived in at least one of the golfers. Okay. Because it said it was two of the golfers. Okay. Damn, it was, that's sad. It said it was two. said it was eight golfers originally. That is sad. Mm-hmm. I don't think yeah. it's eight for the semester for that. Of course it did. There's eight, there's eight university golfer students. Six of them passed and their coach. So two of the golfers lived in the bus driver. Okay. They said, and out of those two, out of those three, two of them are critically injured. Like, they're really fucked up. Yeah. So, who knows if they're going to... But it sounds like it was just them two vehicles involved. Yeah. The bus and the, and the truck. And the truck. Well, in hindsight, that's kind of cool. It could have been a lot worse. It could, yeah, it could have been a whole lot worse. It just happened to hit a fucking bus carrying 10 damn people. That's crazy. Like, they, they don't explain... Well, they can't explain. Because they don't we know. know. We can't get a story. They died. Because what the dad was drunk and was like, hey, I need you to drive. Just keep it cool. Keep it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But we don't know. We can't speculate. You know, it's just a sad story. But a 13-year-old driving, I mean, that could have happened to anybody. Yeah. I thought maybe, because I didn't read into it. So I thought maybe like the the dad or something, they might have been fleeing from police. Something. Mm, No, it was just, he was driving the dad. He might have been teaching them how to drive or giving them a driver's lesson. That's probably where you're going on. But you and I both know, bro, when you go in to do stuff like that, man, you got to make sure your tip-tops and ve- your vehicle's in tip-top shape. Tip, all the way tip-top shape. And nigga, uh, having a spare tire on your front tire and deciding to hop on the highway is never the good play. Especially now with a 13-year-old driving. But that's crazy. Rest in peace to all the lives lost. Yeah, rest in peace to that. It's a lot of families That's, hurt. Hell yeah. On both sides. Yeah, it was all on both sides. sides. It's a lot of families hurt. And uh, prayers for the, the two critically injured. I hope they pulled through. And the bus driver. Yeah, I hope they pulled through. I hope, I hope. Man, that's sad. Yeah. I meant to bring that up earlier. I want to leave on 
Yeah, you're good, you're good. I didn't see, like I said, I didn't read into it. I just seen the headline for it, and I'm just like, I don't really want to go into that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, just, I didn't know it was that that sad. I thought it was something else. Yeah, nah, it's, yeah. When I got to, because I just saw the headline, it was like, all right, cool. And then I went into it. I said, oh, my God. Mm. Man. Oh, my motherfucking God. You want to hit these uh, Florida men's and then we take a break or something? Yes, sir. I got two of them, Jones. I got two. Um, take the lead, brother. Jasmine Nelson, 32. Now I got screenshots where they come in important right here. It says uh, West Palm Beach. Fist fight broke out between two women Monday evening. Ended with one of them fatally shot in the parking lot of a Lake Echo Park in West Palm Beach. Uh, the investigator said that Jasmine Nelson, 32, took out a handgun during the brawl and shot a 26-year-old Riviera Beach woman. God damn, Jasmine. She died at the scene. And it's just north of a middle school there where they got uh, into the fight. Uh, it says Nelson, whom jail records say lives in Riviera Beach, too, is facing one count of second-degree murder and remained in the Palm Beach County Jail Monday night after she refused to appear at a bail hearing Monday before Circuit Judge Charles Burton. Uh, the victim's grandmother... She refused to. She just said, no, you're in jail. Take right. Her and it says the victim's grandmother and the witness were present at the hearing. But uh, basically, these two chicks knew each other. Mm, that history. They had history, and they had been squabbling. Ah, you know what I mean. So but it came to a head. But still, to pull out a, you know, what I'm saying? how does she? When I say she was what? She's thirty two. She's thirty two, and, and the other girl's twenty six. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I'm six saying. year difference. Y'all could have just fought it out and yeah. kept fighting. You know what I'm saying? Why you gonna shoot the bitch? And now it's over. You know, because the most understanding is yeah, that one's dead, but her life's over too. Right, both y'all lives is over. I mean, and then even if you weren't planning on shooting her, why you had a gun in your hand? Yep. You know what I mean? It's a scare tactic, and then she went. It wrong. didn't work. <laughs> she went wrong, and now she done made a horrible motherfucking decision that affected a million lives. Yeah, because everybody ain't scared of your fucking gun. No. Just because you got one, don't think you can talk, talk tough behind a motherfucker or nothing like that. And like you said, don't don't ever pull that motherfucker out unless you're ready to murk a motherfucker. There you go. You see my gun, it's because it's about to go down. Hell yeah. But, uh, man, that's, damn. that's Florida woman number one. Uh, my my Florida, my first Florida man is lighting up the mood. Uh-oh, what he do? Florida man calls and calls the police. <laughs> And ask them to test his math to ensure its authenticity. Yes, sir. His Tom, own math. Thomas Eugene Colucci called the Hernando County Sheriff's Office telling them all about how he had bought the meth from a man he met at the local bar <laughs> and he felt like the man was sketchy. So he didn't feel safe using the meth. So he wanted to know if they could come out Tested for him, so he didn't use some, some, some tainted meth. Colucci handed the drugs in two bags. Now, I can't play this on here, but with this story, I listened to the actual 911 call. Yeah. It's fucking hilarious. 
<laughs> the lady's like, sir, what? He's like, yeah, yeah, you can send somebody out. Gucci handed them drugs in two baggies when they came into his residence. Mm-hmm. It was found to be legitimate, and Colucci was arrested for possession yeah. of drugs, along with two counts of drug paraphernalia, with the bond set at $7,000. Damn. His serious office had a sarcastic take on the matter. If you or someone you know have doubts about the this about the realness of any illegal narcotics, have one on hand of paint. Man, they joking. But yeah, he said, uh, he said, we're always around to test them for you, free of charge. No, it ain't. It's taxpayers' dollars. Man, listen. Wasting my time to see if your drugs is real. That's like people eating pot brownies and causing the ambulance on themselves. Yeah. <laughs> Tyrus Eugene Colucci, man. This motherfucker said, you didn't even get to enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> he was scared. And you can hear on the, um, the 911 call, he had clearly been doing meth prior. So he was like really paranoid. And he's on the phone, no. I just don't. Uh, dude, yeah. dude was sketchy. I don't know if I, I don't know if I feel safe using this. Man, I need you to come out here and you give a what? test. I can kind of see he didn't want no fentanyl. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but, yeah, but still, I, I ain't gonna call the cops to come test it. Yeah. And when they test it, how you gonna use it? And I, and I know he was high, <laughs> but you know, during all this, and I just serious and all that, but during all this fentanyl shit, bro, they they like sell. Fentanyl all test kits and shit now. Oh, for real? Yeah. But they need to. Yeah. Because you're going to start testing them and everything. Yeah. But shit. Yeah. This nigga called 911. On himself. Sad day. Sad day. Sad day, man. Sad day. Oh, man. So I got... What you done with that one? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I got Florida people. Florida people. All right. Yeah, I got a Johnny... A Johnny Wesley, who's 42... And a LaShawn Triplett, who's 43. Now, y'all got to bear with me on this one. This one's fucked up. I'm riding it out. Let's, let's hear it. Two people in Florida are under arrest in connection to a love triangle that ended with a man dead and his body hidden in his own car. Oh, shit. Okay. It says, uh, March 18th, Orlando police found Melvin Ray Wilcox, 39, in the trunk of his Honda Civic which was parked at a Walgreens parking lot. Autopsy determined Wilson was shot three times, including in the head as well as around the, his neck and shoulder. Five days later, oh, excuse me, five days earlier, Wilcox attended the Central Florida Fair and ran into his friend, John Wesley, who was there with LaShawn Triplett, the mother of Wilcox's 13-year-old son. You know what I mean? Mm. So he found his friend with his baby mom. Ah, shit. So it says, according to the affidavit, Wilcox was unaware Wesley and Triplett had begun dating about a year earlier, a whole year, and homie didn't tell him. And the two men got into an argument. Uh, Wilcox's mother, who was named Tawana Burke, said her son disappeared on March 15th. He left there no, he, he, she says, he left here. He said he was going somewhere, and that's the last time I saw my child. Uh, Bert, who police noted, knew her son and Wesley had issues. She called Wesley, and he allegedly told 
the mother that Wilcox came to his home. They got into a fight. Wilcox drove off, and that was it. Burke eventually reported Wilcox's car stolen, and she couldn't get a hold of him. After she couldn't get a hold of him, and she gave officers uh, Wesley's address. So the police investigating Wilcox's suspicious disappearance recovered surveillance video from a doorbell next door, basically showing that Wilcox did arrive at 2 in the morning, and he went in the house. But they said hours later, his vehicle was back up to the front door of Wesley's uh, residence, and a man eventually drove away in it. But then they in the trunk. Right. And they said an hour later, video shows Wesley walking back to the to his house, loaded with two garbage bags in his in, in his and then he uh, loaded with two garbage bags that he put in his own vehicle and drove away and then returned about fifteen minutes later. So that's pretty much what they got him on. They uh they served a search warrant on the home. They found a nine millimeter shell casing, bullet holes, and blood. So Wesley and Triplett were both being held without bond on first degree murder charges. And yeah, and they set up a GoFundMe for the uh, the child. Cause, uh, yeah, because out of all that, you got to remember there's a kid. Yeah, his thirteen year old son. Hey man, that'd be the wild part about that that type of shit. We always forget about. The kids, the damn kid, that is stuck dealing with this fucking confusion. Yeah, that's just crazy, man. Goddamn Florida folks, Florida, yeah, Florida people, like you said, that was the <laughs> whole goddamn Florida people. No, Burger King worker. Arrested for shooting at the drive drive through customer. I saw that one too. Threw mayonnaise at her. That's why. How the fuck did she throw mayonnaise at her? According to reports, a Florida Burger King employee was in police custody after shooting at a drive through customer during a dispute that included the customer throwing mayo at the employee. Huh. After what the police are describing as a verbal dispute, Shatisha Monique Hicks. 30, allegedly opened fire on a customer after the man threw packets of mayonnaise at oh. her through the drive through window. That makes more sense. Witnesses say Hicks ran to her vehicle and grabbed her gun before letting off at least five rounds at the man's car. Huh? <laughs> he was making faces at her through the car window out, out here in the road and that's when he pulled up in here, and she just let it off, the witness is saying. She started jumping up and down, ran outside, and started shooting at him. He took off after that, and then she got in her car and followed him. Oh. Hicks fled the scene in her car before authorities arrested her later that day. Her car was found abandoned roughly a mile away from where her home, from her home, with the gun in the car, on the car's floorboard. She is currently facing a single charge for discharging a firearm in public. So hold up. She worked her whole shift, then went home? No. She, oh, she went she, after the shooting, she, she left. She just left. All right. And they found her later that day. She had dumped the car mm. away from her house and had left the gun in the car. That was down. Yeah. She could at least took the gun and hit it somewhere, bury it. Yeah. It doesn't seem like she, uh. Too right. 
There you go. She had that Teletubby sound with the baby smiling on her. There we go. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> she read out the motherfucking store. Got the bussing. Yeah. Now you ain't gonna throw no mayonnaise package of her. <laughs> All right. That was good Florida man action as always. Or I'll be back with one of my favorite parts of the show, which is Melanated Magnificent. Melanated Magnificent. If you just now watching the show, first time watching the show, we'd like to take a section of our show and our platform to highlight black people doing good things. Good things besides all the bullshit everybody else likes to highlight. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, uh, we got a quick one, man. The first one's a quick one. Uh, all right. Shout out to Anthony Anderson <clears throat> and his son. Oh, what they doing? They will. They will both be graduating from Howard University together in 2022. Oh, that's what's up. His son went to college, and Anthony Anderson decided to go back and finish up his degrees. Well, that's what's up. And they will be graduating together. <laughs> that's cool. Hell of a way to lead by example. Yeah, yeah, and we come out on time and have a good celebration together. Yeah. You know, already successful. You did, you know, theoretically, you had no real reason to go back to school other than nah. other than you know to finish what he started and right. show his son the right way. So yeah, they'll be they'll be graduating from Howard University together. That's cool. This year, at the end of this is all said and done. <laughs> so that's very dope. So shout out to Anthony Anderson and his. Young, his young son. <clears throat> okay. And uh, I got one. I think we talked about it before. But I'm not sure. Her name is Tamara Walcott. Okay. Um, let's see. It says here, just two days before International Women's Day, Tamara Wal- Walcott deadlifted a record-breaking 641 pounds. Yeah, I've talked about her before. We have? Yeah, she's busting new records. Yeah, this is a newer one. Yeah. Uh, says a 38 year old mother too. She's a monster. Yeah, broke her previous deadlift record of 636 pounds, and set a new world record in women's deadlift by lifting 641 pounds in elephant bar deadlift at the Arnold Sports Festival in Columbus, Ohio. She is at Arnold. Okay, I heard about that. And it says a little backstory on her. It says uh, Helen from the U.S. Virgin Island of St. Croix. Walcott has quickly established a successful career for herself. After her first record breaker, Walcott pinned in Newsweek that her interest in lifting formed out of a need of out of a need for self care following a divorce. Mm. And then it says uh, at the time she weighed in at four hundred and fifteen pounds. With a friend, she joined a group circuit training class that used dumbbells and floor exercises, and her confidence boosted when she when the coach didn't focus on her size but her as a person. Yeah, the push awoken her former athletic self, and she lost a hundred pounds in her first year of working out. She used to be an athlete. Yeah, muscle memory. <laughs> muscle memory. She clearly strong as shit. Yeah. Hey, there ain't no motherfucking nothing to, to shrug at neither. No, it's my, not. Uh, my deadlift max, the most I've got, 
once upon a time, a couple years back, I got 700. Ooh. And nigga, that was insane. So 641 is nigga. I remember the first time I hit 600, nigga. It was like the heaviest thing I'd ever picked up in my entire life. So yeah, she's she's killing it. Shout yeah. out to her. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to her. Shout out to her. Tamara Walcott. I got another little quick one. Um, I don't know what all this goddamn girl is doing, but I think we talked about her before, and that was Mackenzie Thompson. Okay. Sounds familiar. She has now amassed, she has been accepted into 50 colleges and has been offered more than $1 million in scholarships. That's how goddamn smart she is. That's what's up. Yeah. So shout out to. That's a whole full ride. And she's from Atlanta. Atlanta senior Mackenzie Thompson has amassed more than 1.3 million in scholarships. That's what's up. Yeah. Shout out to her. Big shout out to that. Shout out to her for working her goddamn brain muscle. Boy, yeah, yeah, for progressing her education like that. Yeah. So yeah, shout out to her on that one. I got another one. I got two more. Okay. Okay. The my next one goes to Miss Paula McCarthy. Mm-hmm. Miss Paula McCarthy is the first black woman in New in New York to own her own spring water bottling plant. Okay. That's what's up. Spring yeah. water is very important right yeah. now. Sure. Paula McCarthy is the owner of YSS Waterworks, a spring water bottling plant in upstate New York. She has made history as the first black woman to own, her, to own and operate this type of business in the entire state. Mm. As water becomes more insufficient globally, it is predicted to increase the value of even become more valuable than gold over the next 50 years. Some major water companies have been offering to offering her to sell her property for twenty million, but she is determined to keep it as she values the importance of black ownership and natural resources. That's what's up. So that's very dope. She said, "I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sell. I want to change and move the narrative that we don't own anything." That's what's up. That's very important. She told that when she was speaking to Earn Your Leisure, which is you know we talked about them on here too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. To have a, 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 and she's a, dope. a ownership of a resource. Oh, yeah, she, yeah, she's nice. Yeah. So shout out to Paula McCartney. Yeah, like you said, ownership of a natural resource, bro. Yeah. We, 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 we are some ownership, but you need, we really need to own natural resources, bro. Two and things. land. Yeah, land, water, stuff like that. Stuff man. like that. You, you, stuff that, that is needed. Hell yeah. And ain't going to not be needed. And life insurance. And life insurance. Because life insurance is real. <laughs> as, we, as we discovered on the last part. Yes, sir. Um, I got one more. This one goes to a Mr. Myron Roll. Never heard that name before. He is a former NFL player who is now a neurosurgeon by the age of 33. Huh. Yeah. He played in the NFL, get his college set up so he can go do what he wanted, really yeah. wanted to do. He played football at Florida State. He was drafted by the Tennessee Titans in the sixth round of the 2010 NFL draft. And he, when he attended Florida State, he wasn't even there on a football scholarship. He was there 
studying neurosurgery, and he was a resident at Harvard Medical School in Massachusetts General Hospital. He played two years in the league, and when he finished the league, three, four years in the league, and when he finished in the league, he went back and finished the schooling. That's cool. And now he is a working neurosurgeon by the age of 33. That's dope as fuck. Yeah. You got to do two things in life you wanted to do. Yeah. You got to be a, a, a professional football professional player. Professional football player. And now you're a professional neurosurgeon. Yeah. That's dope. That Can't beat fun. that. Nah. And the money's just going to come. Yeah. Plus, he already got money from being a NFL mm-hmm. player. Even if he wasn't up in the millions, he was probably getting hundreds of thousands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he, if he balanced it right yeah. and lived his life right, he played four seasons. He, he probably left about there with a few million dollars yeah. collectively. And all that to cover his college. Yeah. So he probably ain't got no student debt. He ain't got none of that, nah. Nah, he's just living and working. Yeah. And saving people, probably. Yeah. All about the age of 33. That's cool. <laughs> Here's a shout-out to Mr. Myron. I hope I said his last name right. It's uh, spelled R-O-L-L-E. I think it's Ro. Yeah. I don't think it'd be Rolay. That's what I don't think so either. Or Roley. Yeah, I, don't think so either. I was gonna call him Rowley. I was like, that doesn't sound right at all. Sometimes it is that though, and you just can't be too careful. I know his first name is Myron. His last name is R O L L E. Neuron. 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 That's it for for those for, for, for melanated mag, man. So shout out to all those oh, man. wonderful melanated people. We wrapping it up over here. Uh, we on weekly fecals. You know what time it is, baby. Man, and this is my real favorite part of the show <laughs> for all the wrong reasons. See, Melanie Mag is my favorite part of the show for all the right reasons. This one here is for all the wrong reasons. Yeah, this motherfucker right here. I got a Cameron Marshall. He's twenty-seven. This is uh from Memphis, Tennessee. It says a uh, twenty-seven-year-old man faces charges for allegedly burning, stabbing. And further injuring his girlfriend in a hotel room over the weekend. Good God. Uh, he allegedly attacked his girlfriend at the Economy Inn in the city's Parkway Village neighborhood uh, past Sunday, March 13th. At approximately 3 a.m. in the morning, Marshall allegedly accused his girlfriend, who remained unnamed, of bringing another man into the room. Uh, he allegedly punched her in the face and bit her on the arm. Good God. Then uh, he used a torch lighter to burn her face. He also allegedly cut cut her several times with a pocket knife. Uh, officers responded to the uh, scene reportedly located two knives in the room. And then it says... Uh, fucked up. Yeah, it says Marshall allegedly put a refrigerator in front of the door to prevent her from leaving. Uh, their one-year-old daughter was repeatedly, no, reportedly in the room at the time. Uh, he was booked on charges of aggravated kidnapping and aggravated assault. Uh, his bond information is not listed. Nope, they don't get one sick motherfucker. Yeah, you know, kidnapping his girlfriend. I don't know if some people kidnapping their girlfriend. Let her go, bro. If it's for the right reasons or if it's for the wrong reasons, boy, let her go. Right. Let her go back to the streets. Whatever she going to do on the streets is her business. <laughs> she going to do it. It is her business. Shit. So if it's the right reason, I mean, you can't keep a motherfucker that won't be kept, man. Hell no. Nah. And I mean that literally and figuratively. You can't keep a motherfucker that won't be kept. 
Stop getting that bitches and stop staying in trash ass relationships just because you don't want to see somebody with somebody else. That's true. Stop all that weird shit. (laughs) God damn. All right. Well, mine goes to Mr. Shane Ryan, 33. All right. Uh, This one ain't close to home because I'm a gym guy. This motherfucker, if it wasn't for this video, they wouldn't have been able to catch his ass. But I watched the video. There's a man, you can see right there, there's a man on a bench doing a bench press. Yeah. Mr. Shane Ryan is walking past him with a 20-pound weight in his hand, 25-pound plate in his hand. And he pretends to slip and bust my man over the face with the plate. Damn. And he, like, does the full, like, he really pretends to slip. But And if you were just chilling, it would actually look like he slipped. But they had this camera angle, security cameras, and you could see that he did the shit on purpose. yeah. So initially said, Shane Ryan, 33, initially said it was an accident. But before the case went to trial, he changed his story and accepted it was his, accepted it was delivered. Footage shows Ryan picking up a 25-pound plate and walking towards his victim, who was laying on his back, bench bench lifting, bench pressing dumbbells. He then appears to fake trip, lunging toward the victim and dropping the weight on his head. He Mm -hmm. fell to the floor and suffered a fractured skull along with significant and ongoing psychological problems. In the attack, Ryan was sentenced to 19 months in prison. Damn. Fuck you, Shane, Ryan. Yeah, fuck you, Shane. Sorry, piece of shit. Yeah, fuck you, nigga. Well, I guess they, uh, they get, they get older too. Cause I got, oh, well, come find out, Queen, you think she's a Florida woman? Oh. Kathy Stevens, 65. Okay. Y'all probably wondering what the fuck she did. Florida, hugging bandit, arrested for allegedly hugging elderly men, stealing from them. Pickpocket. Mm-hmm. It says, uh. Hold on. Yeah, okay. So it says a 65-year-old woman known as the Hugging Bandit was arrested late February for reportedly hugging strangers and stealing from them. (laughs) Kathy Stevens would approach older men outside stores and pretend she knew them as she went to hug them. Hey, Teddy. Yeah. It says uh, Stevens would allegedly pickpocket their wallets personal belongings, and credit cards. Uh, Stevens was nicknamed the Hugging Bandit in November 2021. (laughs) (laughs) Police say that that there were at least four other incidents. Uh, Stevens was arrested February 18th and faces charges, faces more than a dozen charges, including multiple counts of burglary, fraudulent use of personal identification information, Robbery by sudden snatching. I never heard that one. Neither. Unlawful possession of personal identification. Unauthorized use of credit card. And fraudulent use of a credit card. She remains held on just over $100,000 bar. Okay. Kathy Stevens. Kathy Stevens. You, you 
scamming ass, pickpocketing ass woman. Fucking she crazy. Looked, she looked like the old lady from uh, Batteries Not Included. <laughs> she, she looked pretty rough. She looked pretty goddamn rough. <laughs> she eat tuna out the can with no mayo. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. All right. Mine goes to a Mr. Gerald Oldsby. Okay. He was taken into custody Wednesday, so just a little over a week ago. Oh, okay. And charged for open murder, first degree murder, for allegedly murdering his five year old son. Oh, shit. He reportedly beat the boy to death after disapproving of what the child was watching on television. Was this a brother? Yeah. With dreads? Yeah. He beat him with a cord, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I saw that article. Henderson police received a 911 call from Overbeer around 1.30 a.m. saying his son was unresponsive. <coughs> he told the dispatcher the last time he saw his son breathing was about 13 minutes before he made the phone call. Hmm. They, uh, when I watched the news story on it, there had been questionable shit with the father before. Mm-hmm. And but it had never been too bad, but it was questionable. Right. And the mother was, you know, just trying to let dude be in the child's life, and it, that ended up happening to that poor child. Sad man. So Gerald Ogilvy, you motherfucker, fuck you, nigga. You piece of shit. Yeah, for real. He ain't been held with no bond because of course it's a murder. So I hope he uh, yeah. so they put that nigga under that motherfucker, man. What do they do with it? I know they do stuff with like rapists and molesters, but what do they do with like people that murder their women or children? You know? They're general pot. Okay. Unless. But do they get fucked with? Yeah. Hell okay. Yeah. Hell yeah. You can't be no goddamn baby killer in there, man. We're gonna do something terrible to you. Okay. Because you know, you hear, you hear about the others. Yeah. You know what I mean? But Molested. you don't hear too many. Yeah. Mm. Can't be no baby killer in there, man. Ain't nobody, nobody under that. I am. Nobody out of that. My, um, I'm saving him for last. Going out with a bang. This next one is for Mr. Demarcus Little. All right. Who's an army sergeant who killed his girlfriend because she laughed at him when he professed his love. Huh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You get no love, baby. Yeah, no. This goes from a chilling testimony in the murder of murder of Fort Valley State University student Anitra Gunn. All right. It's revealed that she was killed because she laughed at her boyfriend. The 23-year-old was found dead in a wooded area in Crawford County, Georgia, days after she was reported missing on Valentine's Day, 2020. I saw that story. Her boyfriend. Fort Gordon Army Fort Gordon Army Sergeant Demetrius Little was arrested and charged with her murder days later. Text messages between the two showed that Gunn was trying to distance herself from the relationship for months, mm-hmm. but after Little tried to commit suicide, she continued to communicate with him. On Friday, one of Little's closest friends, Javion Auburn, testified that his friend confessed to strangling Gunn to death after she laughed in his face while he was allegedly professing his love to her on Valentine's Day. Abrams said Little told him that he blacked out and struck Gunn before strangling her. 
Mm. He then placed her body in the trunk. In the trunk of her 2013 Chevy Cruze, drove to the woods, damaging her car, partially damaging her car, little then abandoned the vehicle in the neighborhood not far from where the couple were last seen together. Mm. The two men retrieved a bumper of Gunn's car, which had fallen off in the woods, then little while he was dumping her body. Sad. Yeah. Emotional. Upset, man. He killed that girl because she ain't love him. You can't love me, you can't love nobody. And they in their goddamn 20s, boy. It's amazing looking back on life and understanding just how much you didn't know about shit, even though you thought you had it all figured out back then. Bro, you know, you're 20, at that age of 23, bro, you got a long life ahead of you. Many more relationships. Well, not him. He don't. Nah, he don't. But well, he don't know. He, he might. He had the chance. He might have a lot of relationships ahead of him. He's a warrior. I don't know if he's going to like him, but <laughs> I don't know if they're going to be consensual, but he might have a lot of relationships ahead of him. <laughs> he said they holding the mirror out. Look. Yeah. Hey man. Yeah, put that motherfucking lipstick on. Put that put that cool head on your lips. Uh, <laughs> that cool head on your lips, boy. <laughs> boy. <laughs> oh man. Do you got another one? No, I don't have yeah, any more. This one takes the cake. So and it's, it's it's not worse than that, but and dude was a the, the we were just talking about was a black dude. Demetrius yeah. Like, this is a white man. High school teacher Richard Dunn arrested for masturbating in front of his students. I saw that article too. I didn't, yeah. I, I had the one last week about the dude in the flag, so I didn't want to bring it yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, double. I didn't want to make it seem like it was a that thing. Was your thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I meant to. <laughs> a, 50, a 58 year old substitute teacher pleasured himself in front of students. 58-year-old substitute teacher for Newley School, Richard Dunn, has reportedly masturbated on at least two separate occasions in the presence of his students. One of these times was February 11th when a student videotaped what was happening. Several female students also reported that they saw him masturbating behind his desk while looking at a female student during the digital media class on March 10th. Huh? Okay, so he was on the digital school thing. No, they were in digital media class. Oh, okay, okay. And he All was right. behind his desk. I got he it. He was sitting at his desk playing with his pocket rocket. While he was staring at the female students. Gross. Yeah. The, who's, I guess he, there's no way you can test for that or get a background check to see how a motherfucker's mind really is. Yeah. yeah. So that's what he was doing, bro. Two separate occasions. So now he's in jail. And Where he needs to be. Yeah. He's in jail for doing nasty all types of nasty shit. Yeah. Like, I don't... Like... Even when I was a kid in school, like, we thought the teachers were doing shit, but they wasn't doing no heinous shit like this. Nah. My man was, my man was 
one time was just beating off. Probably, probably like in his pants. I don't think he was like pulling his dick right. out, but he's probably. So they said the, massaging himself. Yeah, mm. so was just sitting there staring at students, stroking nasty motherfucker, bastard. Uh. Yeah. So Richard Dunn, you're a super fecal, you sick fuck. I need to send the predator catchers after him. Yeah. For real. So you, you dropped off in class? Yeah. Yes or no? That's <laughs> Nasty. You want people to watch him jerk up? You better go somewhere where they better go to Starbucks. They gonna have a good time where he's going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They gonna go ahead and go ahead and show us, man. Show us what's so interesting. <laughs> we gonna what we call this case of the fecals. Yeah, because we had a whole lot of them motherfuckers. <laughs> I got you. That's it. That's a whole lot of nastiness going on at the end of this episode. Nasty, nasty, nasty. Case of the fecals. 42. <laughs> Took four deuces. Four deuces. <laughs> oh, shit, my brother. I think that's, that's all for this episode. Yeah, this was a short one, but we got it out. Hey. Hey. You know what happened? We're coming back at y'all bigger and better. After the <laughs> vamp, the champ is here. You <laughs> <laughs> know what I'm saying? Shit. They didn't really fell off, too. Man, I ain't seen too many of them roaming the families. I seen one today, but they ain't really been the same. Yeah, they took that ass woman. They took it. Well, after Madman did that, yeah. now, uh, oh boy, De Niro ain't on there no more. Which one's that? Uh, he was the uh, bigger brother with the uh, dreads. Yeah. He's not on there no more. Damn. Now, you know, they, now they got this little section where they want people to become members and subscribe like the Patreon yeah. type shit. Yeah. So you can see the the nitty gritty of shit. Yeah, I'll pass. I, yeah, I, I I ain't that deep into it. I'm yeah, good. I'll pass. But uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Uh, I'm that guy, PM, big ass. And you know this is episode 42. And y'all have a good week. Yeah. We'll, we'll be back next week. See you next week. Like, subscribe, hit the notifications, leave some comments. You know All what I'm saying? Everything he just said. Shoot some emails. Let us know what y'all think, man. You know what I'm saying? What yep. we should do, anything like that. Shit. Yep. Interact. Get with us. All right, y'all have a good one now. Peace out. Peace, peace.